Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And we're here today to actually talk about a TV series that is the sequel to a movie. And it's called Love, Victor. Um, It's the sequel to Love, Simon. And it's streaming on Hulu. And Matt is going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this is a sequel to Love, Simon, and it's set in the same leafy suburb of Atlanta that may or may not exist. I don't know my Atlanta geography well enough to know. Uh, Anyway, so in Love, Simon, uh, the titular Simon uh, was a young gay teenager in high school, and he uh, was scared about coming out. It ended up being okay. His parents were super supportive, and the whole gist of that movie was he was kind of carrying on a you've got male-esque back and forth uh, sort of anonymously with another gay male mm-hmm. student at the high school and they ended up you know meeting up at the end and all, all was as all was well so, yes. um, now this is I, I forget when Love, Simon came out three or four years ago now this is again set in the same suburb same high school uh, and Victor, played by Michael Cimino, is just moved there with his family, which consists of his mom, his dad, uh, a sister who's also in high school, right, mm-hmm. and, a, and a younger brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's also coming to grips with you know his sexuality. And it's a little different from Love Simon. And Love Simon was pretty straightforward that he knew he was gay. He just didn't know how to come out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor pretty much thinks he's probably gay, but he also has maybe an attraction toward um, at least one woman, uh, and that's a classmate named Mia. Mm -hmm. And so there's that. He has a best friend who lives in the same apartment building with him, um, Felix, played by Anthony Turple, who I thought was adorable in this movie. (laughs) Um, There's uh, other characters in here as well. Uh, George Sear plays Benji, who's uh, the the male object of Victor's desire. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's a 10-episode series on Hulu, 30 minutes each episode, all about Victor navigating um, his life and his sexuality, and, and um, yeah. Yeah, and I think because it's a 10-episode series, it's a little more, the story's a little more complicated, right? Like you said, he's, mm-hmm. he maybe does have some um, attraction to um, this girl. He also has an attraction to this boy. Um, his parents are... There's some indications that at least some of his family are not okay with um, gay people, so that kind of adds to his, um, you know, his his problems as he's trying to deal with how he really feels. Um, I think it all works. It's all it's all kind of pleasant and uh, kind of corny, um, but the I, I found the actors to be so personable that. I really was rooting for them, and and not just Victor. I think Michael um, Simino is really good, really good. Um, but his friends as well. Um, you mentioned uh, Anthony Turple as his best friend. Um, I really loved him. He he gets his own kind of subplot with um, a girl that he's interested in, played by BB uh, Wood, and I thought they were really good together. And I, you know, just. All the characters I thought were well cast and interesting enough that, you know, we we're not really binge TV watchers, but we binge watched this one. We watched all ten episodes in in one day. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I never lost interest. I was always curious to see what happened next, even though I feel like it's kind of inevitable how things are going to play out. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
So it was interesting watching this, uh, particularly as a 40-something gay man. <laughs> uh, like, it, things are a little different now than they were when I was growing up and, you know, even when I, you know, was coming out. And I think, and for the most part, I, I, I guess that's good, but it's just different. Mm-hmm. So um, I was trying to, like, you know, be hip and catch up with it all and, and stuff. But, you know, um, things like, well, for one thing, things like bisexuality are much, seem to be more prominently talked about now than they mm-hmm. were even just, you know, 25 years ago or so for me and, and, and more than just bisexuality. But so that was on my mind in this, in this show because, you know, we were a few episodes in. I, I even said out loud, I was like, this is, are they pulling like a rope dope you know, because <laughs> I, I, I was watching the show expecting to watch a show about, you know, uh, young gay people. Mm-hmm. And he is spending an inordinate amount of time dating this girl named Mia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this about, right? <laughs> now, once I calmed down a little bit, I realized, hey, you know, there's a lot of people, first of all, who are like simply bisexual. Um, and, and so, yeah. And, and, and so his family yeah. is particularly religious. Yeah. And not, not, that does not necessarily mean that you're anti-gay, but they express at certain points some, some, some things that are hostile to gay people. Uh, so... You know, yeah, I was like, okay, so maybe he's just bisexual and stuff. Except, you know, like, by the end, spoiler, he, he, he you know, verbally states, he, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, what was all that about? You know, and, and maybe it was just all about him finding himself and stuff. But in a way, I thought it was almost a little regressive rather than progressive because, you know, obviously there are just strictly gay people out there and there are gay people who maybe go through a... Um, a phase or, or, or experimental time where they're like trying to figure themselves out and get their feet. But I kind of thought maybe it was maybe a missed opportunity to, to present someone instead of just being strictly gay or strictly straight or whatever, like throw in the, the bisexual monkey wrench or something and see, you know, see what that does to the plot. Cause I am thinking there might be a season two, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it certainly kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope there's a season two. I, I don't know. I think you know the story that it tells is um, not an uncommon one. I think a mm-hmm. lot of gay people who come out as gay, you know, at least initially, dated the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It's because that's what it was expected. That's what was more comfortable. Um, so it, it's it's a typical story, and I think a lot of people who are maybe coming to terms with their sexuality will understand that and. Um, identify themselves in, in the story, so that didn't bother me. Um, I, I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. So you know, there is a, a tie-in to Love Simon here in that somehow I can't remember how, but Victor is able to communicate with Simon from the from the movie. He, yeah, it's like email or something through or email. Text somehow or, he got Simon's know. email and is yeah. emailing him for advice. And so a lot of times you hear. Simon's emails back for him, narrated by the actor who played Simon. I can't remember his name. I think it's Nick Robinson. I Nick think. Robinson, who's also a producer on this, but yeah, right. I found that to be a little clunky, a little implausible, and then later on, um, Simon does make an appearance, and it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that it was handled all that well. Yeah. The best thing about that episode was you heard the uh, Dreamland by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> right. So that was that was awesome. In the nightclub. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I noticed about it, and 
ultimately I like about it, although initially I was kind of cynical toward it, but every character is presented sort of, I mean, it does, they don't do deep dives into each character, but every character is basically presented as ultimately being good or good-hearted. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, Victor's parents who are super religious and, you know, make an offhand anti-gay remark and his grandparents who are particularly not cool with homosexuals. Mm -hmm. But there's always these moments where, like, people come across initially as either a bully or a jerk or anti-gay or whatever. But they're instead of, like, because, you know, a lot of times, I feel like, I'm going to soapbox here for a second, but in today's society, everyone is pretty much very promptly dismissed if they utter anything that is not mm-hmm. that is not good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, well, I don't know, maybe if you talk with them a little bit, maybe you would, you know, yeah. change their mind or at, at least, you know, soften them up or learn a little bit about where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what happens a lot in this show. Yeah. There's people who, you know, their initial... And, and some people come across really well initially, but sometimes some people don't. But, you know... They people spend time talking to them, and then right. you learn more about them, and they're like they do kind of soften up, yeah. and I like that. All of them save one, yeah. Who's Benji's boyfriend? Oh, yeah. Who, <laughs> I won't get into all of that because <laughs> I don't want this to be a terribly long podcast, and I don't want to spoil a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, I have issues with how they handle that. But yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, yeah, I liked the way that they handled that, and I, you know, I tend to think that people who have ideas that, with, whom, with which you disagree, um, they are actually, for the most part, good people. They just have some... They're just misguided. <laughs> and so... And, and a lot of times when they're confronted with things, you know, they, they change. You know, the, this facade that they have, this negative facade kind of starts to dissipate. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that with the grandparents. And, and, and you get to hear why they, were, why they feel the way they do. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, that, I thought it did a really you know, fine job. In the, in the context of this kind of light, you know, teen kind of soap opera thing, yeah. it managed to do that kind of thing pretty well. Yeah. It's interesting, after I got done watching this, I did a little then, I was reading up on it. I was reading some reviews, right? Mm-hmm. And these were like in publications. These weren't just like some tweets or whatever. These were like authentic reviews on, you know, pub, online publications. And they liked it, but they were kind of taking swipes at Love, Simon in the, same, in the same sense because, and I do remember thinking this when I saw Love, Simon, was that, I mean, um, his parents, I mean, he was really torn up about coming out, but his parents were really cool with it. Ill, yeah. I mean, the high school ended up being cool with it. Yeah. And... And also, I guess, you know, he was a white guy and whatever. <laughs> and so people were praising Love, Victor, because Victor's, I guess, Latino, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's a little more multiracial. And um, the, you know, his parents aren't, you know, you got people like his parents and his grandparents and, and the, the bully at high school. And, the, the, and, you know, I was like, okay. So first of all, I actually really like something like Love, Simon, because... You know, God forbid that there's a gay love story that is not about somebody dying of AIDS or <laughs> two people who end up can't being together because of society or timing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, God forbid we just have a nice overall happy love story with, right. you know, gay people in it. Right. And also, Love, Victor, as we just were talking about, I mean, it 
does present a really idealized version of life and people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that they were trying to imply that Victor's family sometimes was like struggling monetarily, but they, their apartment was actually pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to present a struggling working class sure. family life, it, it didn't. It didn't happen, no. right? You know, there's people plenty far worse off than than those mm-hmm. folks. Um, and as we were just talking about, yeah, a lot of times people would start off maybe not being cool, but then they would end up softening and being better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that happens in real life. Sometimes it doesn't, though. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I, I I think this is a really good TV show, but it's it's you know it's not some gr- tough, tough and gritty, mm-hmm. you know depiction of of things yeah, and that's not the show that it it wants to be no um i think it's okay to have you know an idealized um story and idealized characters idealized plot it's it's, it gives us something to aspire to and something Mm -hmm. to you know yeah it's 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 just more enjoyable you know i mean if you want to watch just negative negativity and so i mean that's another option yeah (laughs) you know, a more naturalistic and authentic view of, of how things might go down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different different show and different movie. And there's plenty of those. Yeah. Um, this is just a, a different one. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Um, what do you give it out of 10? Um, eight out yeah. of 10. I give it an eight as well. And uh, it is on the tomato meter. Critic score, 93% fresh. Um, and audience score, 95%. Yeah, people like this one. Peeps uh, like this movie. <laughs> So, yeah, or the TV show, show yes. yeah. I feel like you know we watched it. We watched pretty much five hours worth of it, right? It was like a long, a long, long, movie. A long, <laughs> a long movie. Yeah. Uh, well, we recommend it yep. if you have Hulu. So here's the thing: this sort of was a byproduct yes. of us getting Hulu. We're we're still on our 30 day free trial, and I have to remember to to stop. Yes. Uh, but we got Hulu because everybody was talking about that Palm Springs movie, yeah. which we reviewed last week, mm-hmm. and they were like, "It is worth." the 30-day free preview of Hulu to just watch that movie. And we watched it. And you can listen to our, our podcast to hear what we thought about it. But I felt a little like I could live my life without having seen that movie. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, uh, Love Victor's on Hulu. Why don't we give that a try? And then I was... that This this TV show, to me, is worth the, the 30-day preview. Yeah, show. I had much more fun watching this than I did Palm Springs. Yeah. So it's an eight from us. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.